and welcome to Science is Fun E. My name is Avery, aka Private, and joining me today is Skipper, aka Craig, who is a total weirdo. Hey, I am not. I object. Eh, whatever. Let's start the podcast. Okay. Skip, my father said you climbed Mount Kilimanjaro? I did. Where is it? It's in Tanzania, Africa. What's it like there? It's pretty close to the equator, so it's very hot and very flat. Except for the mountain. Yeah, except for the mountain. So if the country is flat, how the heck did the mountain get there? Well, Kilimanjaro is currently a dormant volcano. When it was active, it was built up layer upon layer of lava until it reached its current height. Well, how tall is it now? It's about 19,400 feet, or 5895 meters. It's the tallest mountain in all of Africa, and the tallest freestanding mountain in the whole world. What does a freestanding mountain mean? It means it's not part of a mountain range like the Alps or the Rocky Mountains. Was it hard to climb? It was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. So why did you even want to climb it? Hmm, that's a very good question. I guess the reason is I wanted to know if I could climb it. I wanted to know what my limits were, you know, how much I could do. How long did it take? It takes about six days to get to the top and two days to get back down. No thanks. I'll take a hotel. By the way, what was climbing like? (laughs) One step in front of the other, day after day. Early one morning, we had to climb up a very steep cliff. The guides called it the breakfast cliff. Why did they call it that? Well, it was a very hard climb, and many climbers lost their breakfast during the climb. They lost their breakfast? Yeah, they threw up. Get it? Lost their breakfast? Oh, gross. Not funny, Skip. It's kind of funny, Private. So what did you even eat during your climb? Funny story. Each night, a young guide would bring in a bowl of green runny soup. When we asked him what it was, he said, fish soup. It didn't taste anything like fish, but after hiking all day, we ate it. The next night, the same thing happened. He brought the same soup and said it was fish soup. Night after night, this occurred until we asked the head guide what it was, and he told us that the young guide couldn't speak English very well, and what he was saying was fresh soup. But he still didn't tell us what it really was. What else did you have to eat? Well, one night we had a local fish for our meal, but they didn't tell us it was very bony. And a good-sized bone got stuck in the back of my mouth near my back teeth. That's bad. How did you get it out? Well, there were no doctors for 60 miles in any direction. So I went back to my tent, set up a flashlight in a mirror. I got out my utility tool, you know, the one I always carry with me. Yeah. I opened my mouth wide found the bone, and carefully pulled it out with my pliers. You're weird. Hey, so what else was I going to do? A person has to be resourceful. You don't panic. You use the tools and the knowledge you have to solve the problem, and that's what I did, and it all worked out. You're still weird, but why did it take six whole days to get to the top? Taking that much time gives your body time to adjust to the altitude. But six days? (laughs) Private, the air gets thinner and thinner the higher you go. So not only is it colder, but the atmosphere is less oxygen. To remind us, our guides kept yelling, pole, pole. It's Swahili for slow, slow. Why do they want you to go slow? Well, if you try to go too fast, you may get out of breath, and there won't be any oxygen to get it back. Many people get altitude sickness during the climb and have to go back down before they reach the summit. Did you get altitude sickness? Yeah, I did. I was only three hours from the top. I was very cold and tired and sick to my stomach. Then I threw up. You puked on top of Mount Kilimanjaro? Gross. (laughs) Tell me about it. The guide thought I should go back. 
Private, we passed a few hikers going back down on our way up. One of the hikers was, that was going back down was a young girl I had talked to a couple days before. She was with a school group. I felt really bad for her. Anyway, I refused to go down. So the guide said he would give me five extra minutes of rest, and then he would see if I could go on. So were you better in the five minutes? Nope, I wasn't any better, but I told him I was. It wasn't my finest hour, but there was no way after all the hard work to be so close to the top and then just give up. I guess I'm just a stubborn fin. You got that right. <laughs> you know, we started that climb to the top at midnight. It was pitch black. It was snowing hard, and the wind was blowing the snow around, making it hard to see. Wait, you said it was near the equator and was very hot. How the heck was there a snowstorm? <laughs> Remember, the higher you go, the colder it gets. Remember we talked about heat? Yeah, it's the speed of molecules. The faster they go, the more energy or heat they have. That's right, very good. But remember that the air is thinner the higher you go up, so there isn't many molecules to carry the heat. Our guide said it was 45 degrees below zero Fahrenheit at the top with the wind chill. That's really cold. How did you even stand that? Layers and layers of clothes. Each layer slows the heat from escaping your body, but at that temperature you're going to get really cold. How cold? It was so cold that I had to put hand warmers in around my water pack to keep the water from freezing. As it was, the water still froze in the tube going to my mouth. Once I thawed it out again, I had to blow the water back down into my pack to keep it from freezing again. Oh, and did you know I was also carrying my mother up the mountain? You carried your mother up Mount Kilimanjaro? No way. Well, her ashes anyway. Oh, you carried my great-grandmother's ashes up the mountain. Why did you do that? Well, you see, my mother was very adventurous, and if given a chance, she probably would have wanted to climb it too. But she smoked, and the smoking caused emphysema, and that eventually killed her. So I thought it would be nice to take part of her along. In private, once we arrived at the top, it was so beautiful. The sun was just coming over the horizon and the glaciers. So I opened the bag, and I held her ashes, and I let them go. I think she would have gotten a kick out of it. What is emphysema? It sounds pretty bad. Private, it is very bad. It occurs when the walls of the air sacs, called alveoli, in your lungs become weak, usually from tobacco and cigarettes, and then they begin to break. Then the person who has emphysema will find it harder and harder to get enough oxygen to do even simple tasks like walking. That's terrible. I feel bad for her. Why didn't she quit smoking? Well, she tried a few times, but cigarette smoke has a chemical in it called nicotine, and nicotine is very addictive. Someone who is addicted to nicotine will find it very hard to give it up. People who take nicotine through vaping, smoking, or snuff will always want to have it in their system. Did you ever smoke? I'm sorry to say that I did. When I was young, my parents smoked, most of my friends smoked, and I guess I smoked too to fit in. How did you quit? When I was 21, I had a bad cold, and the smoke made my coughing and my sore throat even worse, so I stopped then. But it wasn't easy to finally kick the addiction completely. Smoking is so gross. <laughs> you got that right, Private. So, Skipper, you said it took two whole days to get down the mountain. The most painful two days of my life. More painful than going up? Private, the muscles in the back of your legs are large and strong. They're built to work hard and to move you forward and upward. And remember, I trained for a long time before I tried climbing that mountain. But the muscles in the front of your legs are small and weak. And coming down the mountain is when you use them to stop you from falling forward. Every step down, you have to use them to break your forward motion. 
For me, they got tired, sore, and very painful very quickly. I was never-ending agony for two full days. So again, why did you even climb the mountain? I think I climbed it so that one day I would have a podcast with my granddaughter and she would ask me if I ever did anything interesting in my life. And I could say, hmm, well, one day I puked on top of Mount Kilimanjaro. Skip, you're weird. (laughs) You got that right, Private. Well, that's our podcast for this week. Come back next time for another episode of Science is Fun E. Oh, and don't forget to visit our website at www.scienceisfune.com or listen on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, or just search for Science is Fun E in the podcast section of your favorite podcast app. To suggest possible topics for upcoming episodes, email topics at scienceisfunee.com. And remember, you could win a Science is Fun E t-shirt if you send in a suggestion and we use it in an episode. You can email me at private at scienceisfune.com or skipper at scienceisfune.com. I'm private, aka Avery, hoping you have a great week. TTFN.